Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and welcome to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love. I'm delighted that you're joining us live on the Voice America Network to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. Mahatma Gandhi quotes, be the change you wish to see in the world. In order to be that change, we have to change ourselves. This is a powerful quote. And this requires a certain mindset and inner work to move forward. And I know for myself, when I'm mired in the past or worried about the future, I lose my way and I get stuck. We have a great show today. Be, do, have. Love yourself and you could change your world. We all have goals and dreams, but how do we make them a reality? We often divert to external factors with hopes that these forces will support us in fulfilling our heart's desire. And with dreams unfulfilled, goals unaccomplished, we become distraught. So how do we actually position ourselves and connect to our personal power? Well, we have an amazing, exciting, and exhilarating guest who can literally show us how to step forward on our path to make our dreams a reality and also how to re- eliminate anxiety in our lives. Our guest, Linda Dyer, she's one of 58 people filmed for The Secret. She's an international speaker, transformational coach, international best-selling author, humanitarian, certified neuro-linguistic programming trainer and master of master trainer of matrix therapies. She's a TEDx speaker. Happiness is a choice is one of her topics, which is powerful. Linda lives with the motto, you can make it happen. Welcome, Linda, to our show. Oh, thank you so much, Jean. I'm feeling very honored to be here with you. Thank you, thank you. Well, we're honored, and I must say that I met Linda uh, at the Epi Awards Extravaganza in Manzanillo, Mexico, and I participate in, participated in her workshop, and it was amazing and life-changing. And you really showed us how to move forward and uh, toward accomplishing our goals and changing ourselves to change our world. And it was so powerful. Linda, tell us what inspired you to, you know, in this uh, level of work, uh, Mind Power Global, and what is, what is Matrix Therapies? Can you enlighten us on that? Uh, well, first of all, Mind Power Global is I wanted to um, allow people to experience the power of their mind and that they have a, they have their own personal power. It's called empowerment. Mm. And I can do it on a global level because when you live in Australia, it's just geography. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> to get anywhere, you know, we, we're big travelers um, because uh, once we leave here, we just seem to keep going. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a long way to come back and go again. So to, to have it as a global entity means that, well, it also – gave into my global experience of wanting to travel, meeting people from around the world. And there's not much, not much difference between any of us. It's really quite interesting when you coach people globally. Um, so it was about empowering. Um, when I discovered what I could do for me, because uh, I did everything wrong at first, I, I was a champion at it. And, <laughs> and yes, then when I... <laughs> and then when I discovered that, oh, my gosh, you know, there is another way that we could do this that the universe wants for us. Once I learned that, I wanted to empower others and share that with people everywhere so that they could experience it too. And you're making a difference all over the world with your work. What, 
what is matrix therapist? Can you tell us a little bit about what that, that is? Yeah. I know in your, in your workshop, you made a powerful impact on us who attended. So yes. I'll never forget it, but please share. Um, so the matrix therapy, when I, for, I first started in health, uh, because I actually, from working really hard and doing all those things where I was busting my gut, so to speak, I ended up with lupus, a disease of the immune system, and I was really sick. And I realized that I wasn't paying enough attention to the personal development side of who I was, that, you know, I was doing heaps and heaps, but I didn't like who I was. So I went into personal development and in the health component of what I was learning, they had a personal development teacher and that was Bob Proctor. So mm. I did, I decided to learn all of his material and became his number one facilitator for the Asia Pacific region. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted something more, as I always do. And so somebody said, why don't you go over to NLP, Neuro the power of the mind and the brain, linguistic, the power of your language, and programming, the way you were read. So I said, wow, that sounds great, a whole different level. And the Matrix Therapies was a a program that was taught in the neuro-linguistic programming by a beautiful lady called Pip Mackay, and it's her therapies, and it's just mind-boggling. It takes people back to the very first time they ever felt or had an event and allows them to find these resources they didn't have and and basically clear it. It's not that simple and it is that simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, I, you know, it's amazing how we, as you say, power forward uh, along the wrong path. We're, you know, always doing and trying to accomplish and then we're, you know, facing our own health issues. I know because I went through that myself and recovered. Uh, so it's amazing how we, we, we just, you know, really forget who we really are accomplishing our these outside goals uh, yes. that we think that's going to propel us forward. And it kind of reminds me of that Buddhist Buddhist a quote that says we, you know, end up having to unlearn a lot of what we've been programmed. And you yes. help people do just that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And people used to say in the course to the instructor, why are you so tough on Linda? And the teacher would say she needs to unlearn. Mm. I remember that very clearly. So all those things that I had learned that weren't serving me, I needed to unlearn and look at another way that was possibly uh, a way where I could appreciate who I was. You see, Gina, I I could do anything. I've traveled the world. I've I've done, you know, two degrees in two years. I've hitchhiked across the Canadian Rockies. I've done so much stuff and yet I didn't like who I was. So it's, it's not a case of just doing because that's about pleasing others Yes. It's a case about being to please self. Yes, yes. You know, people think that they're selfish. I think, you know, I kind of got into that mode and I was overgiving and pleasing and leaving myself out because you're thinking you're serving and you're not, you're giving from an empty cup. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's right. And mm-hmm. that saying, I think, um, the best thing you can do when working with the poor is not be one. So yes. there's a lot of uh, a lot of great things in that where where people might like to understand that they are a beautiful being, and that what we were read to do around working hard may be wearing our adrenals out and not allowing us to appreciate who we actually are and finding that work if you will I mean I love my work so it's hard to decipher what's work and what's play but you know finding that job in the universe that was meant for you what's your real purpose on here what did the universe put you on the planet for when you find out what that is you don't really work another day in your life you know what I was so impressed by you was your drive, your energy. You, <laughs> you. I mean, really, you you exuded vibrant energy and positive energy, and wherever you go went, it radiated, and people just loved to be around you to feel your energy. And you know, I can attest to it because you've really made a profound impression on me. You know, Linda, people are really suffering from higher higher levels of anxiety now. And let's say some are even in, immersed with negative people, you know, uh, well, in this 
situation that we're experiencing yep. now. And it has a tendency to increase anxiety. So do, is there anything we, you know, can, that can be done in these situations where, you know, a lot, you don't have a lot of, let's say, external control? Yes. How can you it, reclaim that? Yes, I think <laughs> if, you look, if you really think about what anxiety is, uh, to me, anxiety is the opposite to guilt. So guilt is about thinking or about something you did in the past. So mm-hmm. again, it's, it, it's a wasted thought because it's already in the past. And anxiety is about the inability to see something successful in the future. Yeah. That's all it is. So oh, simply we, put, <laughs> we have the ability in our subconscious mind to actually um, step forward and say to ourselves, well, what does this look like successful? Yeah? yeah. So um, a mother con- contacted me yesterday because this is challenging times right now. We've exactly. got people working from home. All of a sudden they've got to educate their kids from home. And she's a single mom and, you know, how do I do all that? And mm-hmm. then he's, he's throwing stuff because he's frustrated about the fact that, you know, my relationship split up and, right. uh, and, you know, and he's also frustrated about the fact that I've got to do some work now. And, you know, and I said to him, I said to her, just breathe. Yeah. The first thing you have to do is breathe, grab him by the hand and take him for a walk. First of mm-hmm. all, he needs to be a boy and he needs to go to ride a bike, go and, you know, go for a walk. We are allowed to walk in this climate and because that's exercise. Yeah. And then you can come back and have a discussion. So what does it look like? And ask him, what does it look like for you and I to be successfully living together in this environment, in this apartment? Wow, I love that. So, I mean, it's it's simple, <laughs> but it's so practical. And what were what were some of the results as a result of that? What did she? How did she wow. see that it changed? Well, she contacted me. She said, "Well, I took him for a walk. I bought him some. There was a little takeaway shop that was still open. There's not much open here in Australia, like the world." Mm-hmm. And she said, "And I found something that he would like, and we chatted." And she said, I, I would really like you to uh, think about your behavior and the language you're using, um, that neither of those are appropriate in, in my apartment. Um, and when you come and have that week with me, I would really appreciate you not doing either. So what does it look like for you to change that and for us to have a great time when we're together? And then she's got to be quiet and allow him to talk mm-hmm. um, and, and then sit down. And I said, then you can discuss the outcome at lunch because wow. you're not working. He's finished doing his tantrum. So you can discuss the outcome <laughs> at, yeah. at lunch. So, so anxiety, like if you're running a wedding or you're running and everyone's getting, you know, it's anxious or they're anxious about moving back in with somebody that wasn't totally right. kind to them before. Right. Mm-hmm. Some, sometimes those people – a, need love, and B, um, we need to find out how they operate in the world. So if they operate where they're just giving you the facts all the time, what you can do in your head is say, next. Mm, yeah, and I love that. <laughs> yeah, so say next. And they can be talking away and it's not nice language or it's not this or not that and you are not listening to it. You see... We have the choice of taking their behavior on board or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what I said to this mother. Remember, you are the parent. If mm-hmm. he starts running the house, he becomes the parent. Who do you want to be the parent in this relationship? Mm. Wow. And that's not only for child-parent relationships, but husband, wife, I mean, people who are together now in different types of family arrangements. And uh, one of the points is that people are used to kind of like moving back and forth and busyness of the life and the kids are at school and the cafeteria and the, you're at work and you have a short span of time for those who are working to really be together. Now you're forced and you really see, you know, who you're really dealing with. So it's, it's interesting. And having these strategies can be powerful. And next, can you just elaborate on what, how powerful that is? Well, the word next um, 
was actually I learned that when I was doing the Bob Proctor programs many, 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 many years ago. And what it does, it is wipes out the negative. Mm. So mm-hmm. the minute, um, as I said, you're in control of you. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you, by eliminating anxiety, you can just understand that you're in control of you. Nobody affects you without your consent. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I don't care mm-hmm. how, how close they are. So what would be great is for us to just, when somebody's saying something to you that is really condescending and etc., just keep saying next. You so know, you can have a smile on your face, whatever, mm-hmm. but you're mm-hmm. not, you're choosing at that time not to take that information on board and affect your behavior. Otherwise, you're going to react in the same way and you're no better than the other person who's, who's reacting to you. We want to learn to respond. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Respond will allow you to get a really positive result. Mm-hmm. So we're not reinforcing those negative behaviors or not no. being true. Because people sometimes know how to trigger each other. So what you're saying by saying next, you really kind of <laughs> move out of that energy field of being triggered or uh, reinforcing those same negative behaviors that really keep you going in a dance of negativity together. So I love yeah. that. That's so powerful. And you're not saying it out loud because that would really um, anger the other person. You're saying it to yourself. Yes. <laughs> you're just saying it internally like, next, uh, I don't need to take this on board. Um, you know, sing a song. I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever mm. works. But right? for the first time, you're not allowing somebody else's negative behavior to change your state. And, and you know, you, what's what's yeah. so great about it, you're not engaging in a dialogue like people right. do to explain away why I'm doing this or what you did to upset me or why, you know, I can't handle this. So you're, you're just not getting in that, you know, negative dialogue with the yes. uh, the person that you're dealing with. So it's, And you may ask a, a question here, like, you know, can we discuss this? When I you, love that. You know, can we discuss this? Um, so that we can work out what's what's working and what's not working here. Mm. And that will bring peace to the environment, it seems like. I, I mean, I love that. It, uh, just su- such simple things that can really make a difference. I love that. I love that. Linda, we're, I think we're up for a brief uh, commercial break. Uh, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more of Be, Do, Have. Love yourself. And you could change your world with our guest, the powerful and exhilarating Linda Dyer. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. 
Welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with Linda Dyer. Be, do, have, love yourself, and you could change your world. Linda, we've had a powerful conversation in the first segment. You know, we seem to live such disempowered lives, being stuck in the past and fearful about the future. I know in in your workshop in Manzanillo, you took us through a powerful exercise. Can you elaborate more on where to start to create (laughs) the life we desire without being mired in the past and and, and, and worried about the future. Yes. Um, a lot of that just comes from simply from ignorance. So yes. when we have, when we have, like I was ignorant, I didn't know all this yes. stuff. And so it's yes. just, so, you know, stop beating yourselves up because we're just coming from a place of ignorance. So one of the yes. great things about you, you listening to this radio program and everyone else that has this most amazing advice is that you get some education and you start to understand and you go from ignorance to understanding. Mm. And in ignorance, you are worried about the past and doubtful about the future. And so that leads to this fear, anxiety, etc., and that emanates in the body as anxiety and and eventually into disease if you keep it going yeah. i mean i'm a champion at it as i said i did it very well oh and, and then i, I too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then i got the understanding and went oh get yeah. it you know yeah. the aha so yeah. the time is now yeah the time is actually now if everyone on your radio program was to stand up i hope you're not driving a car but anyway stand <laughs> up and if you look to your left and and pretend that that's your past and you think about that, it is not, it's not a reality. It's yes. just a perception of your reality. Yes. Wow. And how I work this out is because seven of us had to get up and talk for two minutes about our mum when she passed away. And you would have thought we were raised on different planets. <laughs> yes. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. how, I understand. How you have such a different upbringing when it was the same house, same parents, same school, same everything, and everyone has a totally different perception of the way they were read. So it's not reality. It's your perception of reality. You know, what's so amazing is how we tell ourselves these outworn stories and get caught up in the past. And some people just can't release it or let it go. But you have to make a decision, right, to move forward in your life. And those exercises that you showed us were just so powerful to step into step into the future, you know, step into into the present rather, you know, to. And, And that's because you've got this backpack. On your back. And it's full of rocks and pebbles from the past. So my job that I've become very good at is undoing the zip. Yes. And your job is to drop the rocks. Yes. You decide what you're going to drop, if it's going to be a pebble or a boulder, and the unconscious mind will decide what you're ready for. Mm. So you just need to trust it. So when I first start coaching a client, there could be just little drops of limiting beliefs and negative emotions, and then all of a sudden there could be a boulder because the the person's been holding it on for a long time. It's come from the past, and I'm going to teach them how to cut the cords to it and let it go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the same thing happens to the future. If you look into the future and you're worried about the future, that's not your reality. That's yes. a perception of your reality. Yes. It hasn't happened yet. So all we've got is now, right now. Yes. And anything that happened up to a second ago is absolutely irrelevant for your future. That's so powerful. That That's very powerful. And you gave us a great visual to hold on to with that backpack. <laughs> that's powerful. You know, on, on my shows, I talk a lot about self-love and self-worth and how, you know, how loving yourself can really make a difference in our, our world. And your topic is really about how loving yourself can change your world. How do these feelings of unworthiness and, and, and lack of self-love impact our capacity to make changes in our life? Can you address that? Because I think this is important for a lot of people uh, regarding unworthiness and, and, and being unlovable. Yes. Um, it, look, it, it's the most common limiting belief in the world is um, I don't believe I'm good enough. 
Yeah. Um, and I'm not worthy. Um, therefore, you know, I, I can't desire anything because I'm not worthy of it. So, um, and it doesn't matter where I coach in the world. They're the two highest limiting beliefs. Mm, wow. So, and worthiness is about the lack of self-love. Mm-hmm. And I think many of us were raised with people that came out of World War One. Well, I'm at World War Two, So, you know, from those wars, our parents came out and gave us orders. And it was just about ordering. And you just had to do, 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 do. And then we went to school and the teachers told us to do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. There really wasn't much expression about how amazing you are exactly. and that you were put on the planet. <laughs> You know, and especially mm-hmm. when you're one of seven like me, um, mm-hmm. how could you have individual love and care and attention? It was it was really challenging for the parents to do that. And so I remember being the third born and I came out running. Not that you can imagine that, Jean. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> So like, let me at this luck. <laughs> <laughs> right, literally. <laughs> So, you know, it, it was, I just had that I, I wanted to change. Um, I remembered listening to people on the radio uh, talking about powerful women and I wanted to be, right from when I was a little girl, a powerful woman to help people make change. Isn't that weird that you already get that in your yeah. head? And I started emulating and copying um, Aboriginal tennis players that Mm -hmm. A, were Aboriginal, B, were a woman, and C, became famous. So Mm -hmm. if they could do that, anybody could do anything because they had so much going against them. Mm -hmm. So there's so many people. You look at those, the uh, people from Ethiopia that come to the Olympic Games and and win races or just hop in the pool who have never swum before because they just want to do it, have a Mm -hmm. go. You know, mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. think, what are we doing? Right, right. You know, I lived out this uh, image of perfectionism, you know, as you, you know, yeah. talked about that, uh, what you were expected to do. And, of course, I had my own drives. And, of course, under the shield of perfectionism was this lack of self-love and unworthiness, which I overcame. But it's amazing how you're just unconsciously driven <laughs> until you just fall, fall to pieces. So yeah. what you're saying is just so powerful, so powerful. Yeah, it's just not quite perfect, so I won't do it. Rather than um, every time I learned this material, um, the teacher would say, so when are you running your first workshop? And I'd say, in a week. And they'd go, what? <laughs> because um, it, yeah. me, it was like, you know what? It's it's not perfect. And the people in the class will yeah. know less than I do because I'm yeah. the one that went and did the training. Yeah. So why don't I just – and the teacher learns the most. That's what I got. Yeah. So if we keep teaching these workshops, I've become a great coach because I train and I've become a great trainer because I coach. Yes, yes. You, you, you know, you can't, my, my philosophy is that you can't help others without helping yourself. That's right. You, you have to be an example. People are buying you. They're yes. buying your energy. They're buying yes. your caredness. Yes. They're buying your love for yourself and them. Yes. They're buying your, that vibration that comes yes. out of you. That's what they're buying. Yes, that's so powerful. The energy that we radiate that makes a difference. And you really proved that when I met you. It's like, gosh, this lady is so powerful. She has so much energy. And it's like, gosh, you know, that really makes a difference in your life, your life, and also in the people around you, doesn't it? I mean, it really, it like it's like it radiates out. It changes your whole posture. The, the yeah. guy that used to make my uh, jackets when I first went to an image consultant, <laughs> she had a lot of work to do, I can tell you. <laughs> she, um, I think I was her greatest challenge. But anyway, um, when I went to him, he said, boy, you have a lovely straight back. And I thought, oh, I wish I could tell my mama today. Mm. Because she mm-hmm. used to say, if you don't straighten your back, I'll put a ruler across it. Because when you don't feel good about who you are, it's it's ironic that your behavior, your whole behavior of your body is leaning forward. Yeah. And you don't even realize. Down. <laughs> you don't realize, no. Yeah. And then when you start feeling good about who you are and understanding that the universe put you here for a purpose, yeah. you go, okay, then, and you start lifting up. And all of a sudden, your, your digestive system changes because now you're not squashing everything yeah. in the gut. You're now lifting up. You're breathing into your lungs. I haven't had asthma for about 20 years My goodness. because all of a sudden, you're opening up your lungs 
lungs, you open up your chest and then someone makes a comment like, oh, my gosh, I've had to redesign your jackets because your back's so straight. And I went, mm, oh, goodness. my golly gosh, there's there's the physical proof. <laughs> you know, it's like a change of one level of posture can change how you see yourself. Absolutely. One thing that you mentioned, even though you have image consultants or whatever, what I really admire and, and especially about you is that you, this natural self. No matter yeah. what, what, how people can doctor it up or what, that natural self radiates, doesn't it? Uh, you, you, yes. If you can't be you, start loving who you are. Like mm-hmm. I'm a kid raised on a dirt road with bare feet mm-hmm. and in a lot of, on a lot of days I probably go back to that, you know, um, I'm still in bare feet here today. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yet I love the dressing up. I love yeah. looking yeah. amazing and, and I allow other people to help me do that or I used to. I, I can do it myself now. I'm a big girl. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's about, you know, never losing sight of your groundedness, of your your sense of self um, to the point where we can laugh at ourselves. I think that's what people like about my talks is when I do the laughing, I'm laughing with the people in the audience, not at them. Yes, yes, yes. And I remember when we were in Manzanillo, we celebrated your birthday and you were beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I remember that gorgeous red dress and how you just vibrated all that good energy. We just loved it and loved being around you. You know, you do a lot of work with parents and children and you have a book, Create Confident Kids to inspire a new generation of conscious children. Can you share with us uh, a little bit about that and, you know, your work with parents and children? And Because this yes. is important for the future generation, right? That yes, it's really, people. really important yes, because you. I think if we understand us, mm-hmm. uh, we'll understand our children. And yes. so I wrote this book and I realized I had enough to make it the whole alphabet. Mm. So um, I was looking for, for words to go with a Z and I looked up the dictionary and, and it had Zoom and I went, that's it because I'm going to do goal achieving in the last chapter. So mm. Zoom with goal. Oh, boy. Powerful. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, started with A, ADHD, all the work I've done with health went into that um, and the magnesium deficiency in those kids, L for language, E for eye patterns. I've done a lot of work around the world with kids and their eye patterns and how we can change them in about 10 minutes and change their whole world. Um, there's, you know, I've been working with kids since I was 11, training tennis. I ran programs in the school holidays for 55 kids a day for 14 years um, because, wow. again, um Kids loved it because I gave them programs that they they helped me design. Oh boy, great! <laughs> they could really you know. relate to it. Part, yeah. yeah. And twenty minute concentration spans. That's what a children has. Well, so do I. So we worked mm-hmm. perfectly together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Powerful. You know, uh, people are, uh, of course, parents and children. They're together now. Anything they can do now to kind of thrive uh, together in this current challenging situation? Any uh, points that you have? Uh, and yes. Mm-hmm. Um, look, um, have, a, have a look at your child's behavior and listen to the language that comes out of their mouth. And you will work out how your child represents the world. So we have um, visual the visual child, which is expresses with their hands, etc., um, and has to tell you everything because they need to give you a picture. Then you have the kinesthetic child. Now, that child can be a doer. They think about something they want to do and do it, or they can be very laid back. Now, all your ADHD children, hyperactive children, fall into kinesthetic, hmm. touchy-feely kids. They're the ones that want to touch you all the time. And so you can learn how to just touch them on the shoulder and say, how about you come to dinner, rather than yell and scream at them. They don't get yelling and screaming. They're not auditory. Wow. Or you can touch them on the shoulder and say, how about we go and make your bed together? And then Mm -hmm. after a while, you don't need to touch them to do that. They Mm. go ahead and do that. So we learn how the child represents the world. And the only arguments we have in the house is when we're out of rapport with our child. That mm. means we're not speaking like them or sitting like them or standing like them. When we want to speak to a child, they are in control of the conversation, mm-hmm. yeah, not mm. us, because otherwise we're just being control freaks and wanting to get a message across. 
That's rather true. than asking, you know, ourselves what what does that mean to them? Because everyone's got the same. Everyone's perception is absolutely accurate. That child's perception of how the situation was is absolutely right for the child. They've only got their filtration program to come from. And your perception is absolutely right too. It's not a case of being right or wrong. It's being a case of how can we work together understanding that. Wow. And that's really relieving a lot of anxiety. You know, does that kind of relate to this whole concept about learning styles and knowing your child and you're saying pay attention and observe and then look at how to relate and approach your child, not be the control freak trying to get the child to do things that you want the child to do that's supposed to be aligned with what's appropriate. Uh, It's kind of letting the child be who they are and you accepting that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. That is so powerful. Just observing and how that can make a difference and change the relationship that you have with your child and relieve the anxiety and stress between the relationship or among your, uh, you know, between the relationship of the parent and the child or children. So yes. that is so powerful. Well, Linda, I think we're going to take a quick break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with our guest, Linda Dyer. Be, do, have, love yourself, and you can change your world. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to our show. If you're just joining us, it was Love Light, Living in the Spirit of Love with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and guest, Linda Dyer. Be, do, have, love yourself, and you could change your world. Well, Linda, I, I've just been enjoying our conversation here. Do you work with groups, uh, businesses, or, or help them in any way? Yes, 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 yes. Um, I went to China. And I was doing some work over there because um, in 2008, I did a lot of work up in the earthquake zone of China. And um, a lot of people said I couldn't do it because I don't speak a word of Chinese. <laughs> As if that's going to stop me. Just say um, don't for <laughs> <laughs> So when you work out how you can, uh, we started to help 10 million people. And that a lot of businesses then wanted us to go in and show the staff there because it really affected the, the whole uh, country. Wanted to show the staff there how they could work differently. And so I was asked to go in and train some of the material I train to um, a, a large group in a company. And I realized um, on the 10-hour flight going over, I designed this personality test that, that showed me what the staff were like. And a lot of them were what we call AD or auditory digital, which means 
that they look at things in a factual way and they look at one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. And so when the, the boss came in, I said, oh, he said, I've got no one that I can share my vision with here. And I said, that's because you haven't hired any. Mm-hmm. You haven't hired wow. any visuals. Mm-hmm. You've only hired people and you continue to hire people that do one job really well. So if they can sell this cup, say, for example, mm-hmm. and you've, you're also selling this um, – electronic mouse and this computer and this bread and this whatever, they don't sell all of that to the customer because they just focus on the cup. So your visual will be able to see all of the products and then say, as you are now buying that, you may like to look at the rest of our products. And the next time I went over, after doing two days of training, I walked in and he'd he'd, um, brought all these visuals into his workplace. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I said, one guy came in and I said, you must be the um, the person that does all the books. And he said, how would you know that? I said, because the rest are visuals. <laughs> You're yeah. the accountant here. And everyone started laughing because I'd picked out his personality immediately. And he loved all the attention. And so <clears throat> that's how quickly you can pick it up once you learn how people operate and how in a company we need visuals, we need the auditories, the people who listen, we need the kinesthetics, the touchy-feely people, we need the um, audio-digital people who know all the facts and the details. We need everybody in a company and they suit certain positions. So, yes, uh, very much. um, It's called profiling. Well, what I was so amazed uh, about you at the workshop was that you were able to just determine the personality just <laughs> just by looking at the person or, or observing and you did it on spot uh, can yeah. we actually do that <laughs> oh yes can you, you, can, you can tell the visuals and in my book the create confident kids i certainly go through that in fact in um, a lot of my books i've got three chapters at the end of every book that um, deal with the personal development and how we operate so with the visual they use their hands and they, they speak really fast and Etc. And you can they get excited and they actually wear people out. Um, however, they're brilliant for creating the vision. Um, and then you and we tend to marry the opposite. This is why we get this um, discrepancy. So um, the kinesthetic is the touchy feely person. They've got a gut feeling about how something would work, and we need to bring them into that um, and and get them to think about. What does that feel like for them if we were to go ahead with that? And those people will attract certain departments. So your visual is going to attract your marketing department, your audio digital is going to attract your accounting department, and they may not even like each other until you go in and you say, you know what, you've both got the same intention for the company. Mm. So let's have a look at that. Now they start to appreciate each other. And so they start working together and they work out how they can spend money doing the marketing and how these guys can allow them to have money because they're helping them do their job. So do you you work with uh, the CEOs or the, the, the actual employees or, or how? Well, it's really interesting. I've, I've worked with mm-hmm. the employees because most of the CEOs don't think they need to come. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the Ironically show, right? enough, you know, the guy in China stayed the whole weekend. They said, oh, he, you'll be lucky to have him for an hour. He stayed the whole weekend. He'd never seen anything like it. And then I did a company in um, um, the Philippines, and they said, oh, you'd be lucky to have him for more than an hour. And he, we, I, we actually got his staff together, and I got them thinking about how they could change the percentage of the increase in the percentage of how that company could work, and they did. And he thought 15%, that was the idea of the convention. I got them to think more like 25 oh, and like to think bigger because you can. And mm-hmm. um, so they worked out as a team of how they could do that and presented it the next day to the boss, and he was blown away. So... Well, you know, yeah. I think looking at how learning one thing, how that can really flow into other areas of our lives. And I think the true litmus test is how it makes us feel and the goals that we're accomplishing without a lot of stress. So, gosh, that's a powerful, that makes a powerful impact. You're trying. And, and how you can do it together, Jean. I think it's not about us having to do it on our own. Mm-hmm. How can we as a company, how can we as a family yes. create this together? Because yes. we've all got 
these assets, rather than thinking someone's less than or something, someone's more than, uh-uh, we all are equal. We're all very unique. It's about embracing that uniqueness to come together where everyone wins. Mm, that's powerful. Win-win. You know, I'm not trying to control you or make you do this. I'm really trying to learn more about you so that and understand myself so that we can really work together, uh, whether it's in a business or a job or family relationship or even, I guess, friendships as well. Right. Yeah, organizations. Absolutely. Yeah. If you're a, a part of organizations or whatever, so you can use this in any area uh, of your life. So, Linda, uh, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, your books or uh, where to start uh, if people want to get access to you or your services. Tell us tell us about your books and how we can actually get in contact with you. Oh, thank you. I've written 12 books. Oh, um, my goodness. <laughs> the last one was, is the one you're talking about now, Be which Do Have. Which one is the best to start? Which, which one? Um, which? It depends whether people are wanting <laughs> okay. to get through um, an autoimmune disease, one in two people. And one of the reasons I wrote this book is because one in two people have an autoimmune disease because we're doing, we're doing, 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 doing rather than learning how to be. Yeah. So if, if they have an autoimmune disease, they might like to look at my Healing Your Immune System books. There's two okay. of those. Okay. If they want to learn about their kids or how they can operate differently, which is the stuff, then the Create Confident Kids would be excellent for that. And I've also written a book called Age is an Attitude because my dad used to say that. He said, you know, um, and he just passed away last year at 95. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and, you know, he, ah, age is nothing, honey. It's still, it's mm-hmm. the way you feel. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. used to stand up for people in a bus when he was in his 90s and these women were 30. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I'd say, Dad, it's okay. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you can take a seat now. <laughs> yes, but I, you'll find amazing information in the book from Dr. Mario Martinez, who studied all the people around the world who were really well and over 100. Um, Dr. Eamon Kapora, who looked at our genes. Um, I've also looked into Dr. Gary Samuelson, who looks in really deep into the cells of the immune system, um, and just amazing people that I got together. It's not about what I can do. It's about what we can do together to create some reading material for you to learn from. It seemed like it's something for everyone. And let's say a person is dealing with a dis- de- debilitating illness. Is there hope for Absolutely. Well, I reversed mine, so I think if I can do it, anyone can do it because I was dying. There's no two Mm. ways about it. I was told I was dying, and I just said there's no future in that. I need to make some change. Mm-hmm. And and I knew what it was like to be really well because I was this tennis player that was going to one day be famous or not. And so I knew what it was like to be jumping out of my skin with wellness. And um, I also knew then what it was like to be really unwell and I was never going to come back to this state again. Yeah. So I left the clinics at the hospital and decided that I needed to – Um, a four-step process. I need to decide now to get well. I need to believe that I can and I need to take action. And the belief and the action rotate. So Mm -hmm. by taking action, I mean learn. How did I get sick? That's what my books say. How did you get sick? Why did you get sick? How exactly, what is the immune system? How can we get better? So learn, start to learn by taking action and then your belief and the action rotate. Mm -hmm. And as they rotate, the more you believe, the more you act, the more you act, the more you'll start believing that you can. The key key though is, Jean, is is expectation. Okay, expectation. Expect Mm -hmm. wellness. You know, Mm -hmm. I Mm-hmm. Put a picture of myself playing representative tennis all around my house. If I didn't expect to be well, I wouldn't have been well. Yes, yes. I love that. Just posting pictures or of, of you being active or something to inspire you can truly make a difference. Yes, it can. And especially for those 40% who are visual um, and the, kin- the kinesthetics who want to feel different. So there's 80% of the population that will really find that inspiring to have something that they where they remembered how they felt or remembered how they looked and that inspired them and it will inspire them again um, to make change now. 
Oh, wow. That is so powerful. So do you have a website or how can people access more information about you? I certainly do. I coach by Skype and I have a website called mindpowerglobal.com.au for Australia because I'm in Sydney, Australia. The world's not going to end, by the way, guys. It's already Wednesday here. (laughs) (laughs) Good prediction for us, right? (laughs) Tomorrow will come. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So it's mindpowerglobal.com.au. And on there you'll see all my books. You'll be able to have a look at the Amazon as well to get some of those books. But you can email me at Linda with a Y, L-Y-N-D-A, at mindpowerglobal.com.au and talk to me. And if you're interested in doing some coaching or you're interested in taking this further or me sending you a hard copy of the book, you know, it's all, everything's possible. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much, Linda. This has been a powerful show today. Thank you for joining us. We've, you've certainly made us realize our true power and how we can really make our dreams come, tr- come true and also the power of love that can make a difference in our lives. This has been so empowering. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's an absolute pleasure, Gina. I'm, I really, again, say I'm, I feel honoured that you asked me to, to be in your presence and to share this information to your audience. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Well, today we've realised that we can change our world, but we have to be committed and have the desire to step forward in our lives, let go of the past, let go of these worries and anxieties to create a better life, to feel good now. Be sure to join us next week with guest Susie Briscoe, Loving to Live Your Legacy. It's going to be a wonderful show. Remember to keep your My Love Life Reflection Journal to track your insights about our show. Uh, We have a love practice exercise for the upcoming week, and it's really kind of relate to our discussion today. Being present, ground yourself, observe your surroundings, take a walk, pay attention to how this makes you feel. And you can email me your comments and I will share them live on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making our show a reality and shining their love light around the world. And remember that an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.